Hello to everybody. We are so excited to be back. Amber and I have really tried to take a summer and I can't believe school is already here. Isn't it crazy? I cannot believe it. I walked into a building last week and the secretary was like, can you believe it's August? I said, no, I cannot believe it's already time to head back. Like it, it went so fast. It literally did. My oldest was like, and she's, so she's going into 10th grade. She's like, so she's had a lot of summers. I mean, this is, yeah, she's been in school for a long time. She's like, this is the record summer. It literally came and went, I feel like we were still looking at the calendar, planning things to do. And now we're just getting school supplies. So, but with that being said, Amber and I really wanted to just take this episode to dedicate it to welcoming all new teachers and new teachers, meaning new teachers in general. Like if you're right out of college, there is nothing better than working with new teachers. I absolutely love their energy, their passion, and then just remembering being in their shoes. And then I also want to dedicate this also to those new teachers that are moving around. I mean, this is the mass exodus of schools. So there are teachers that have left the field, but a lot of teachers who have just changed their positions or changed their school and I always, you know, think it's great when people are brave enough to like make that decision to, to just try something different and new people bring great energy to schools and, um, grade levels and just districts in general. Yeah. You know, there's something special about a new teacher and even though new teachers are so raw and have a lot to learn, they can bring so much to a building and whether it's a fresh new teacher or just like you said, a new teacher to a building, you know, they just, they come with so many like great fresh ideas, which I always loved when we got new people in the schools that I was working in. Absolutely. And I, I mean, as a mom, when my kids get new teachers, I know friends of mine are kind of like, oh man, they've, they, get, they got a new teacher this year. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love when my kids get new teachers. And actually my kids strangely have had a lot of new teachers. My son had three brand new teachers in a row. Those were his three best years, but the yeah. you know, they were, they were open, they were excited. Um, so, but I think today too, I wanted to kind of give some of my advice to new teachers, just thinking yeah. about, we are doing what eight trainings this week and it all has happens oh. to do with, um, new teachers coming. I know new teachers in Hazelwood started last week. Wow. So, yeah. People are already in it and the level of training and how overwhelming it can be for new teachers up front. So some of, some of my advice would be, first of all, don't take it all on. Just focus first on your classroom environment. That's everything. The instruction and um, content will come. That shouldn't be your focus up front. Getting right. that environment going, making sure you're building that rapport and getting to know your students is by far the most important thing a new teacher can invest in those first few weeks. Yes. You know, I always heard like before I was a new teacher is don't smile for the first month, you know, like don't smile for the first oh, month. Get them with no them. I hate that saying, but classroom management, like if you can take on one thing, take on trying to wrap your head around good classroom management, because all of the other things will fall into place much easier if you have relationships and if you can manage those 25 kids that are about to walk in your, in your room. Right. And you know, Harry Wong is what we all lived by, right? Yes. Yes. That, that stuff. What's the name of that book? I even forget. Hold on. I have it right here. Um, (laughs) it, it, oh my gosh, where is it? Oh, 
Well, you know, I don't know. I I usually have it on my shelf, but I don't see it right now. He, it's so funny that I just said the name of the the title just slipped my mind when I've read it 50,000 times, but he really, he really, you know, old school is, is the stuff that's where it's at, right? Education is so cyclical. Everything is coming right back when they're talking about letters training. I'm like, I was training letters 20 years ago and here we go again. Right. But he always talks about how important structures are. And right now, all we're doing is doing research on um, explicit and systematic instruction. And it applies to classroom management as well, right? Polyphonics instruction has to be systematic. It has to be explicit. And so does all of your expectations and setting up your learning environment. There needs to be a structure, a reason, a system for everything that you do. My role, your role. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what you're doing. Kids want that too. They thrive off structure. And the more that you can focus on that in every aspect of your classroom, you'll start to get in the flow and then the instruction will just come easy. Yes. You know, one thing that I always try to remind new teachers is when you come into a building as a new teacher, and I'm talking new teacher, fresh out of college teacher, you have so much new knowledge and beliefs and ideas of things that you want to do. And it's easy sometimes to look at these veteran teachers that have been there for a long time and think to yourself, why are they doing that? Or, you know, I learned this in school and they're doing this. And my advice to them is always, they do those things for a reason. So instead of kind of judging or kind of looking at them with like a negative lens, get to know those veterans teachers and why they do the things that they do, because nine times out of 10, there's a lot of experience and background knowledge behind it. And so it's easy to come in and throw out new ideas and want to change things up as a new teacher. But sometimes it's nice to just sit back and really learn and watch those veteran teachers and how they run their classrooms. I love that advice. And then I'm going to do the flip side of that too, because I've watched new teachers also feel like I've learned this and through student teaching, I had a lot of experience with this. I mean, we work with some of the best new teachers. I'm going to shout Kate and Kilby out again, because she takes the time to do the work as far as like doing the research and reading and trying to figure out her own learning on her own and then ask tons of questions before she implements. But you know, there's the, t- the new teachers who have, have done that level of work and then they come into a situation where the veteran teachers that they're working with are like, well, we've always done it this way and do it this way. And they don't understand it, but they do it. Right. And then they don't have buy-in to what they're doing, which therefore it doesn't go well. So I feel like there needs to be the balance of trust the veteran teachers and allow that support to you know, take on some of the things that are going on in your classroom, but also do what you know has worked in your own experiences because you also will bring some things to the table. But I do think a new teacher has to just be open to new ideas, but also have confidence in themselves yeah. as well. Yep. I agree. You know, I think about my, <laughs> I always say this to teachers, I think about my first year of teaching and how I came in so energized and excited and had all of these, you know, ideas. And it's when centers were really like gaining Um, popularity again. And I was doing centers and a lot of teachers that I wasn't, that were teaching with weren't, you know, and, and I look back and I'm like, what did my kids learn my third, my first year? (laughs) I thought I was so great that first year. And now being, you know, what, 14 years in, like, 
I don't even know what they learned. I mean, they learned something. They just graduated this year, but I, I just look back and I'm like, man, I thought I was so great. And you're just so fresh and raw. It's just funny to think about. Oh, I mean, and that's so true. I mean, mine was over 20 years ago, my first year of teaching, which is so sad that I'm that old, but we didn't have any professional development either. It just wasn't a thing. I mean, I was on a team of 10 teachers at that time. We had 30 kids in our classroom and it was like, just do it. There's no development. Instructional coaches were definitely not a thing at the district level. They just, you know, they yeah. didn't have that. That just wasn't a thing. And so I also encourage new teachers, especially those that are working with us, ask for help, ask questions. We are literally an email away. I spent a lot of time with the new teachers this year. We have some new teachers that I worked with before that are coming into our other schools that we're working with. And I'm so excited to see how much they've grown. But of course, the first thing they said is I can't wait to reach out and do. So I feel like new teachers just need to embrace the help that is given to them. So that way they can take on just a few things and get really, really good at them. And then next year, take on the few things that they feel like, okay, I didn't get to do that because I wasn't ready for it, but I'm really good at this now. But to build their own confidence and not feel overwhelmed, like we all know that everybody feels anyways. Yep. You know, it's up in the negativity, right? Because it's yes. so easy to do, right? So easy to do. If you are in a classroom or a teacher's lounge or the copy room and people start the negative Nancy just bashing, remove yourself because it does take a toll when you hear it over and over and over again. And you know, that kind of brings to like my last little tip of advice that I always give new teachers is it's so hard to do, but find the balance in your life outside of school. Like yes. when you're a fresh new teacher and maybe you're not married and you don't have any kids yet, you can spend early mornings, late nights there, but oh, I'm did. telling you it's not worth it for your long run. Like use your time that you have during the day, use your plan times, use, yes, use it well. recess times you have to get your stuff done. Maybe set a goal. Like I'm only going to stay an hour. I'm only going to stay 30 minutes and then go home and take care of yourself because it will take a tax on you. If you stay and come early for years and years and years. That's such good advice. I mean, I was changing my classroom around every weekend and it was all it was doing was causing me to be burnt out. I think the last thing I want to say is just to remember how important your role is. You literally are taking care of someone's most precious thing in the world for eight hours a day mm -hmm. and, and every day of the week. I mean, that's what's sad about going back to school is like, I love the time that I get with my kids in the summer and then, yes. you know, we go back to school and, and somebody else gets time with them. And so just, just to remember no pressure, new teachers, but your job is so important and yeah. the kids cannot wait to walk in and see who they get to be with every day of their life. So, um, best of luck to you, new teachers and literally reach out. We are an email away. Stay with us on our podcast because we try and do, um, topics that are going on in schools. We have, um, how to set up your classroom library coming up. We're also going to talk about what to put up on those walls. We have a lot of other podcasts we did throughout the spring and summer that you can check in on to help you get started with soft starts. Or we've talked about, what have we talked about, Amber? I forget now. <laughs> um, we've talked about, you know, when you're getting ready to plan these first units, we've talked about unit celebrations that are oh. fun to plan in advance. Um, Grammar and language. We've talked yes. about um, <laughs> oh, setting up reading and writing lives. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. So, 
check in with us. Best of luck, new teachers. You're going to kill it. You're going to do great. And we're excited to come visit your classrooms if we are so lucky enough to get to.